What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Wheels! Wheels of steel! 
Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, welcome to the very last entry of the Odds and Ends of 1982. This is the last episode before we get to the big bad top albums of 1982 countdown. So come along with me for the entire journey. If you've been tuned in since the beginning of this series, thank you especially. Or if you're a day one or if you're a new listener, I, I love all of you. We kicked off the show with something from Saxon's The Eagle Has Landed. That was their first ever live album in 1982. And their first album with their drummer Nigel Glockler. There's a fun fact for you. But yeah, what better way to open up a show than with a almost nine minute version of Wheels of Steel. I mean, Wheels of Steel, it's always a good idea. But hope you enjoyed that version. And we've got a ton of great music here on the show. A lot of variety on this one especially. And I mean, basically all these Odds and Ends episodes open up to a lot of variety. But I was just looking at the list here and I'm like, I'm very excited about a lot of these entries today. Let's get back into the music with a song that was the big hit off of a launch EP for this band who was new on the scene. Now, putting out an EP and or even a live album sometimes used to be standard practice for bands kind of getting their feet wet in the music business. A label will have an idea and go with something like this instead. Also an EP, it's a smart release in a sense because they don't cost as much money to make and also they're cheap for the buyer. So makes sense it's a win-win right but this band right here scandal fronted by the great patty Smythe, scored big right off the bat on their ep with this song right here so i'm not going to get cute about it i'm not going to go deep on the ep it's a fun ep but how could you not play this song this is one of those songs you know hopefully you love it i love it so here you go back into the music with scandal and their first big hit goodbye to you
All right, there's a twofer for you. We kick things off with the launch single from Scandal that was Goodbye to You. And we finish things up with the also debuting Sex Gang Children. Yes, for the kids. Yes. Sex Gang Children, they were also brand new on the scene. That was also their launch single called Beasts. Definitely got to throw in some alternative goth rock here if you're going early 80s. And so, yes, I did that for inclusion. Also, I think it's a pretty cool song. It's a good representation of the genre and everything. So, yeah, and a good reason to have a tie-in right there. Both launched singles from brand new bands in 1982. Loose tie-in right here on this next twofer. Just both tracks from live albums. Simple as that. Also, two of the great voices in the history of British rock and roll. A new favorite of my friend Dubs and... My friend BJ's second favorite band of all time, Slade. Slade coming back here. I talked about Slade a lot in the 1972 retrospective. They had singles and live albums all over the place. And they come back in 82 with also another live album. And it's not like they weren't putting out records still, but the recording of this live album was very timely. They were on a big upswing after falling out of favor a little bit for a couple of years in their homeland, but... This live album shot them right back up the charts. After a last-minute replacement on the Reading Festival, they went over like a million bucks because people hadn't forgot them. And they realized, wow, this is one of the greatest bands of all time. So they're on an upswing once again, so much so that they even had a little bit of a run in the States for a minute a couple of years after this. But man, once again, I talked about Slate Alive on the 1972 retrospective. It seems like all their live albums are must-hears. This Slate on stage is excellent. One of the tired cliches when you review a live album is always, it sounds like you're there, it sounds like you're in the room. I just can feel the absolute soccer riot aspect of this album. The man sweat, the the sense of like, oh, am I going to get into a fight? It's all on this record, Slate on stage. You got to check it out. There's expanded tracks, bonus tracks, the whole experience. It is badass. It's rock and roll personified right here. And you'll hear it in this track. I wanted to pick this one out because it really stands out for me. Plus, it's not an obvious song by them, at least here in the States. So, yeah, from Slate on Stage, this is When I'm Dancing, I Ain't Fighting. Here's one from the Ready Live EP now. It's called When I'm Dancing, I Ain't Fighting.
Some epic live moments right there. Of course, we kicked off that twofer with Slade with When I'm Dancing, I Ain't Fighting, and that was great right there. But then you go into this epic trifecta performance here of the three great raspy voice singers, arguably of all time, doing the faces Stay With Me, Rod Stewart, Tina Turner, and Kim Carnes. Whoever had that idea... Home run right there. I bow to that idea. That was from Rod's double live album called Absolutely Live from 1982. A great double live career retrospective. You got some faces. You got some good solo stuff on there. Some recent stuff. Nice collection. I had definitely never heard that prior to doing these particular group of episodes. So I'm glad I did it to hear some gems like that. And another band I've gotten to appreciate even more so. I was already aware of this band, and I had a couple of records by them, but I have only grown in my fandom of the Stiff Little Fingers, one of the great unheralded punk rock acts in music history, and not just pigeonholing them into punk, just a really cool band, much in the same way that The Clash is a great band at the end of the day, and they just happen to be kind of punk adjacent there. But Stiff Little Fingers, another band you should definitely be checking out. And you'll be hearing more about them on the albums list for sure, because they had a release then, and it's going to do well. But they also had some outtakes and B-sides kicking around in 1982, so the more the merrier, I say, for Stiff Little Fingers. So we're going to continue on with this one right here that did not make the record somehow, but, you know, it's, it might have been hard to pick songs for that record because it's quite good. So here's a cool little standalone song by the Stiff Little Fingers called Listen.
without style or grace, wearing shoes with no socks in cold weather. You, my heart, is in the right place. I knew I'd be able to do these things as we watch him dig into his own grave. That was important to know. That was where he's at. He'll keep on digging to the center of the earth. He'll keep on digging, moving in the room. Not talking about it. Not at all. 
Okay, some talking heads right there. That was from their double live album that came out in 1982 called The Name of This Band is Talking Heads. No shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were sitting on a ton of recorded live material by this point, 1982. They've been around since 77. So they had a lot of stuff, and it represents different eras of the band. So that's a neat release to have in your collection, especially if you're a fan. That was Houses in Motion, one of my favorite songs by them. I, I honestly do prefer the original studio version of that from Remain in Light. Probably my favorite studio album by them. But it's still fun to hear the song, and it's nice to include it here on the show. So if you like the Talking Heads and you've already heard all their albums, check out this live album. Although it's not their best live album, that would be reserved for The Incredible Stop Making Sense, which you definitely should own. But more on that on a future retrospective. Getting over here to one of my first favorite bands and still one of my favorite bands of all time. Finally got to put out a record on a major in 1982. More on that on the albums list coming up here for 1982. But much like I mentioned before, they also put out a launch EP to garner some extra interest and buzz. The band that tried forever, the band that wouldn't die, Twisted Sister. Put out an EP called Rough Cuts in 1982, which it is what it says it is, because this is not just a handful of songs that are tacked on to an EP of value from the first album. These are earlier demo versions of songs that would appear on Under the Blade. So that basically means that the Under the Blade material got recorded and re-recorded a lot. But Rough Cuts was the first thing to really come out as a major release. So we got to put it here in the odds and ends. And this seems like such an obvious song if you're a fan. But if you're not a fan, you may not know this song. But this was the song that they kind of wrote early on after D joined the band. And it became their staple song. Even though it's not their most popular, it just became the song that represented, hey, we're doing all original material now. And this is the kind of music we're doing. So this song made a statement to them. And I remember reading they played it at every show they ever did once they wrote it. It never dropped off the set list ever. And I don't think D ever did a show without performing it solo-wise either. I could be wrong about that, but this song has always been in this band since they wrote it. It never left. It's basically their theme song, even though it's not one of their anthems. But it's important. Did I mention how important it is? Okay, so here is Twisted Sister from Rough Cuts and the Rough Cut version of Under the blade. Turn it up. Feel a flash of light. They know you're not going home tonight. Be it jack or switch, got girls of mine. No way to run everywhere you'll find. You can't escape from the bed you made. When your time has come, you'll accept the. <laughs> Oh, 
Alright, there's a band I don't play nearly enough on Rock Strikes 10. Now, I'm not a huge, huge fan of Uriah Heat, but I do respect a lot of what they've done. That sounds like a real blanket generic statement, but, you know, in this go-around, there's certain years where I'm like, ugh, with the Uriah Heap stuff, sometimes it's a chore to listen to. I've done a few reviews of their albums, but for some reason here, I actually, I think I know the reason. We're here in 1982, and all of a sudden, Lee Kerslake and Bob Daisley are back in Uriah Heap, and they're probably a little pissed off, so they got a lot to prove being ousted from Ozzy's band, being hornswoggled, being bushwhacked, and all this other stuff. So yeah, they come back with Abominog, which is a damn good record, and they had so much stuff kicking around that they have a 7-inch EP that makes this the odd and end called Abominog Jr. And so that song you heard right there was from the 7-inch EP Abominog Jr., and that song was called Son of a Bitch. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you've enjoyed all of these odds and ends episodes for 1982. Hope you're enjoying our 1982 massive ass epic deep dive. We've got one more song to do. And I will go on and get out of here and, and tighten up my rankings, which still aren't done as of this recording, of the top albums of 1982. I don't even know how many parts we're doing until I hit record on the next episode. So wish me luck. But until then, let's bring a light of positivity and greatness to finish off this 1982 Odds and Ends collection with a new song from one of the best best ofs you could ever get. Really neat concept, though. So we're up to Stevie Wonder's original Musicorium Volume 1, which there wasn't a Volume 2. But there probably could have been, if you stretch it out, at least a one-record version of it. But that all being said, it's the best of Stevie in his prime as far as all of his 70s stuff. And if I have it right, the end of each side, so all four sides at the end, there was a brand new song. So basically, Stevie had an EP's worth of new material here, and he put it here on the original Musicorium collection. And a couple of those songs actually did become hits, so that's how on fire he was still at this point. So let's finish off with, in my opinion, the best of those four new songs. Closing off the odds and ends of 1982, this is Stevie Wonder with That Girl.
Closing off the show and the odds and ends of 1982, that was the great, all-time, iconic superstar Stevie Wonder right there with That Girl, a brand new song that he had in 1982 that was a new song on his double album Best Of, Original Musicquarium. That is definitely a must-own collection that you should definitely, absolutely have in your collection. It is great. Some of the best songs ever written and recorded are on that collection, for sure. Okay, I kind of said it all before that song, but I hope you enjoyed this series and you're enjoying it currently. I'm going to be back here with the absolute epic, huge top albums of 1982. I at least know what like the top 20 are at this point, so I'm just going to round it out and basically get enough parts to where I'm not into any kind of filler or just albums I sort of so-so like. It's going to be great. There's a lot of killer music here in 1982. Some you know by heart, and some of it maybe you've never heard. I've never heard some of this prior to doing it, so the odds are decent in that scenario for you as well. So, till then, stay tuned, tell some friends, listen to these things right here. I'm going to send you over to The Plugs, featuring my better half, Nola, followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high quality, soft as heck, next level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.